For a long time, I've associated self-care with very spa-like practices, and because of that association, self-care really felt unnecessary and inaccessible on a regular basis. But I have since then discovered self-care goes a lot deeper than that. Specifically, it's all about time to reflect, make new discoveries about what you love doing alone, and understand how you can authentically represent yourself to the world. Ultimately, we're all trying to achieve harmony, peace, and happiness in our life, and the right self-care for you is what fuels you closer to that goal. Hello, and welcome to the Timelessly Desi podcast. My name is Marianne, and I will be your host through this season of episodes openly discussing how to cultivate a healthy lifestyle. Make sure to follow Timelessly Desi podcast on Instagram for updates about the podcast and general positivity. Also, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, make sure to hit that follow button so that you get notified every time I release a podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope you enjoy this podcast episode. The first practice I wanted to discuss has become a bit of a trend over the past couple of years, but so the official purpose or the definition according to Google of meditation is to achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm state of mind. Once you can truly focus and master your mind, no one and nothing can hold power over you. That's just so amazing and exciting to me because it's this simple practice that has been around for centuries, but it can be a big part of change in your life. And already is feeling just more clear, ready, confident, and grateful. And I'm sure you can also feel these um, benefits if you commit to meditation deeply and consistently. Now, if I'm going to be completely honest, this practice and just committing to it was definitely not easy at times, or not even at times, most of the time in the beginning, I found it to be really boring. So I quit many times. But since then, I have really started diving deeper into healthier practices and what I can add into my life to become better. And meditation has become part of it. And I have truly decided to commit to it. So it has really been working in my favor. If you just push through for the first couple of times that you try it, you can definitely start to see the benefits shortly after. For me, meditation is listening to myself and God. I remember this Instagram post I read where this woman said, when there is silence, the truth and the guidance you seek has the chance to be louder and it can really come through. I also remember listening to this pastor, I think it was, who was saying that a lot of people had lost faith in God because they felt like they never heard anything from him or her and just really felt like it was all a lie because their prayers were meaningless but really they just weren't giving God the chance to talk back to them and say what he needed to say. So meditation is a way for you to hear God or even just your inner self for that guidance and that clarity that you were looking for, the answers that you were looking for, that you were thinking about and that is how I've been using meditation recently. That's how I've been thinking about it and it's really worked for me. And just as a disclaimer, you don't have to be someone who has any faith in 
religion or even in any god whatever um it can be really just about listening to your inner truth and the guidance you seek there are many different types of meditation and i'll leave you to research all of the different types but the one that i've really come to like is mantra meditation and basically you just speak these you just say the mantras over and over again you just really focus on that put your energy towards what the mantra what the affirmation is and it really helps to really affirm yourself give you that confidence and it just attracts that more of that goodness into your life the second practice is two technically but i believe they come together as one and that would be saying no and asking for help when needed one does not work out without the other when I was younger, I could never ask for help from other people who weren't my immediate family because I didn't want people to think I was stupid. I wanted people to think I was productive and an independent person. I'm sure many of us have thought that independence meant a complete lack of need for help. However, I've since come to believe that it shows the exact opposite. The most successful and independent people know when something is beyond where they're at and they are capable of seeing the bigger picture and the better result to ask for help. When you do ask for help, it is an also an opportunity to learn from an outside perspective. And once you get into the habit of doing this, you'll see it's far less intimidating than what you originally imagined. People are more ready to help you than you think, and asking for help is a lot more common among other people. It might all just start with asking questions at work, or school instead of trying to maneuver your way around figuring out the problem even though you've been at it for a very long time and then you can continue on to assess where you're struggling and feeling overwhelmed in life to ask for more help now the second part which is saying no is going to be very difficult for my fellow people pleasers but as a side note Agreeing to do everything without limits or boundaries isn't just for people pleasers, but it's also a part of the toxic culture of what people think productivity looks like. If you don't have something to do every minute of every day, then you aren't working hard enough. How many times have you felt that pressure and continue to take things on? All of this ends in burnout, whether it be doing favors to help others or taking on more professional or academic tasks. Slow down and say no if you feel overwhelmed or you know this new task will just send everything into a tornado. Unlike what you may see on social media, people aren't invincible superheroes. We have our limits and we can still be very successful even with taking breaks and time to focus on ourselves. While it is important to challenge your comfort zone, it is dangerous to push yourself to a breaking point. The fourth practice I have for you guys is to schedule time for exercise every day. And the form of exercise is 100% up to you. In my opinion, what meditation does for the mind in terms of recharging, rejuvenating, exercise does for the body. It's a way for the body to recharge for the mind to cool down and for you to put your energy somewhere and really relax, de-stress. And there are so many options of exercising and it really doesn't have to be this traditional going to the gym or at-home workouts. 
There's so many options, hiking, running, biking, swimming, literally anything. And just make sure that you are enjoying yourself and that you are getting enough movement. Also, just as a side note, let this be something that you are doing for yourself and for your health and wellness because, you know, you deserve all of this goodness and it doesn't have to be for anybody else. And it certainly does not have to be to reach some kind of impossible standard. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. I think you're all beautiful, even though I have never met any of you. But I just wanted to let you know that. Um, now, for the final practice, I, you know, just this is going to wrap up the podcast episode. It's another double that comes together as one. So that is to create boundaries with your daily relationships and to focus on growing the relationships that value you. The specific quote that comes in mind when I hear this is from Jay Shetty and it's, too often we love people who don't love us and fail to return the love of those who do. Create boundaries with the relationships that just aren't reciprocating all that you do for the relationship and focus on growing the ones that are. Nothing good, and I mean nothing good, comes from pursuing a relationship where someone has different expectations than you do. And it's always just better to seek out people who do have the same intentions as you. Because I promise the people that are meant to be there for you, they're they're out there. Just make sure that you're not wasting your time on the people who aren't meant for you and you know, use that time to look for the people who are. And now I am going to give you guys a couple of questions for yourself um, to think about and if you want to, if you're a little bit unsure about which friendships that you might need to distance yourself from because I find with friendships, since there are so many levels, it can be a little bit difficult to navigate, figure out which ones you need to to distance yourself from. So if you answer yes on any of these questions, I would recommend that you distance yourself, but it is just a recommendation. So let's begin. So the first question I have is, if you get a notification from this particular person, is your first feeling to ignore it? And do you often feel this way? Now, the second question is, do you feel drained emotionally after spending time with this person instead of inspired or that the time was well spent? Now, the third question is, do you often try to find excuses to cancel? And now for my next set of questions, it's going to be taking on a different perspective and you're going to see what I mean when I start asking these questions. So the first question is, do you often feel ignored? Maybe you keep waiting for the text back, but it doesn't come until much later. The second question is, do you keep getting cancellations even though you are excited and it feels like the person doesn't value your time? Now the third question is, when you're interacting with this person, does it feel like they aren't as open as you or contributing as much to the conversation? Now as a side note, um, some people can be closed off for a time because there are certain things that they might not be ready to talk about. So you need to be mindful about whether or whether this is the case 
or that they are simply disinterested. And I find that once you really analyze the situation, you can tell right away whether or not it's a, just a case of them building up the trust or if they're just completely disinterested in interacting with you. Um, so make sure to really analyze that and see which situation it is. Um, now, with the second set of questions, because I have been there, I have been that person who answered yes to all of those questions, I just want to say that the other person's actions doesn't reflect on who you are whatsoever. It doesn't make you boring or um, unlikable or whatever. It really doesn't reflect on you. Like I said before, some relationships just aren't meant to be and we all deserve to be in happy relationships with people who care about us. So if we sh really shouldn't be dwelling on the past and instead just focus on the future. So that is all I have for this podcast episode. Once again, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Timelessly Desi Podcast to get notified for every single podcast episode and just some general positivity. I upload episodes every Tuesday. And thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you guys giving me this platform to teach. And I will see you next week.